Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sent with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. It might be Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony Show. Hello, Hello and... we're laughing already. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Boy, do we have a show for you today. Yay. Kids? Kids? <laughs> no. Kids? Um, kids? Kids? Rocker? Renaissance rocker man? Whatever Mad Cat said he was. Um, Mitch Beloy is going to be on the show. He'll be with us later. He's Woo-hoo. got a brand new album out. The last song, and it is stellar, and we are super stoked to have him on the show. But first... Oh, yeah. But first... Would you rather... Would you rather swing on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar And be better off than you are Or would you rather get on with the show? Well, here it is, Mike. Here we go. Finally. (laughs) Would you rather be the only person who speaks out of their butt or be the only person who doesn't speak out of their butt? I would say the only person who doesn't speak out of their butt. Yes, I agree. I'm with Donna. If everybody else is talking with their butt, I'm I'm (laughs) going to... I knew it. Yeah, see... Don't follow the crowd. Follow, man. yeah, follower leader. Follower leader. There'll be a butt follower. No, that comes from that comes from working in the jail and all the terminology and stuff like that. I know that you got to get with the culture to understand things. So I wouldn't want to be the outside looking in. I want to be in the know. So yep, if it means that I got to talk through my butt, I'm talking. With like right man. now. <laughs> All right. What about you, Mad Cat? What about you? What about you? No, I'm not speaking through my butt. (laughs) No. Now, one, it hurts to bend over. You know, because you can't just be standing upright. You got to bend over to make sure there's proper proper access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Because if you're just standing up, the cheeks kind of squeeze together. So they're just little poking on fish. You know what I mean? (laughs) Boy, he really thinks about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to know these things. I mean, Okay. I, just, I like how Bo is just sitting here looking at me like I'm the insane person. <laughs> yeah. I just, nobody would be able to understand me. I mean, who's more insane? The person who asks the question or the person who answers it? I can't ascertain anything you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I can't ascertain. I get that. I get it. I would like to ask you a question. See, Ace Ventura. Pet detective. He spoke through his Oh, my butt. God. That's such a great Oh, my movie. God. All right. Uh, would you rather work cleaning up toxic waste or as a mortician's assistant? Um, Ooh. Hmm. Mortician's assistant. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, wait. Which know. one pays the most? Because if you're working with the toxic waste, you're going to die. You're not going to even be able to spend the money. So you know know that they make really good hazmat suits these days. And besides, if the money's really good, my luck that that suit would leech like yeah, that's bad. (laughs) So uh, uh, the final one, ladies and gentlemen, yay! Would you rather walk on ice or 
hot cement with bare feet. Well, wait, say that again. Would you rather walk on ice or hot cement with bare feet? Ice. Ice, yeah, probably yeah. the ice. ice. Yeah, I mean, I'll do the ice. I mean, yeah, they both depends suck. on the distance, yeah. though. Because for me, if my allergy to cold, that ice is going to feel Ooh, like hot cement to yeah, begin yeah, with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'll be all right. If it were really, really far, your feet would go numb if you were on ice, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't go numb if they oh, were they'd be peeling skin if you're oh, yeah. walking Start on the hot. Really yeah. smell. Oh, my yeah. God. Stay <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Would You Rather. Anyways, we're going to get things started tonight with a song from Kickstand Jenny, Death Trap. We'll be right back with the rest of the show.
folks, you are listening to The Balcony Show, and right now we have the first song from tonight's interview with Mitch Malloy. The song is called One of a Kind. Mitch Malloy is one of a kind. So give it a listen, and here we go. When we come back, we're going to have Mitch on the line.
great white, but tonight's guest has had an extensive career as a singer, songwriter, and producer. Tonight, we are honored to have Mitch Malloy on The Balcony Show to talk about his brand new album, The Last Song. Welcome to our show, Mitch Malloy. Woo! <laughs> it's a party now. I'm the star of the show and the crowd. Woo-hoo! You are. So our listeners have just heard the first song that we chose tonight. And let me just say, this is just a sampling of this fantastic album. You are going to want to go and listen to the whole thing, but we're going to give you a really good sample tonight. And the first song that we played was one of a kind. And you, sir, are one of a kind, but talk about that song a little bit. Hey, we're all one of a kind. That's the whole point of the song, right? It's like the, the, the point of that song, there's something happen, that happens when you become a parent, right? So I don't know if you guys are parents. Oh. Right? Don't we know it? The great right? equalizer so, or five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, teenage so, years. You, you know, so I'm writing about things now that I wouldn't have written about, you know, 20 years ago. So that, that song is just about, I think there's a little bit of that, you know, he's an old dude now and he writes things like, you know, be one of a kind, be yourself, you know, because, <laughs> you know, nah, I don't know. Maybe- you still got that swagger, man. Uh-uh. I will say that the one thing that I noticed um, throughout the album was that your lyrics really fit real nicely into your melodies. So can you tell me a little bit about, is that wow. something you do? Like, are you aware of that? Is that purposefully or is it something that just comes naturally to you? Yes, very much so. I think that I've always taken that approach because I know that as a singer, it has to fall off my tongue a certain way. It has to come out of my mouth and sound a certain way. There has to be a certain amount of naturalness to it. And so I'm already singing it in my head when I'm writing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because so, I, I kind of know, because I've been doing, you know, I've been singing since I was six, right? So I kind of know what, I, what I'm what i good at singing and what I'm not, what kind of sounds of it. it it's, it's like a subconscious thing more than a conscious thing. Do you think that's, that's hard, like if you were a teacher, is that exactly what you're saying? Because my kid is a singer and a songwriter and she grew up in a very musical family. Can you mm-hmm. teach that? To someone? Or does um, it have to come just like how you said, like, I know that I can't sing it, so it's not going to work for me. Like, how I, would you relay that to? I, I Well, you know, I because I do mentor some people and I, you know, I do. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing that because I think, you know, kid, kids need help and, and I don't mind doing that. But but I I think it comes with experience. I think that I really gained that by doing it wrong. Okay. I Makes sense. I think that yeah, that's how I learned it. I learned it it because you know when you're young and when you're born with a gift like I was born with you know I was born a singer, right? So I I had to find what my limits were. You know, and and I, you kind of feel like when you're born with a singer with a voice like I was born with you kind of feel in a way like you could almost do anything and which is a great, great way to think. 
And and that's how I started it. I was like, okay, I think I could just, you know, you would hear something, you think I could do that, and then you learn, no, actually, you can't, Mitch. You're, you're, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, you uh, actually can't. Everything you, know? you say makes sense. Yep. You being yeah. honest with yourself. The second mm-hmm. song that we're going to play tonight is using this song, ah. and this is the this is a ballad. And I got to tell you, Donna and. And Mad Cat, we picked this because Mad Cat's a ballad lover too. I love ballads. And your your vocals on this is just they're stellar. Absolutely oh, stellar. Thank and thank you. I think it's kind of one of the things that you're known for. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, yeah. I, I also don't think that you've gotten the right amount of attention for your vocals, in my opinion. And I can have an opinion. So what the hell? Yeah. I like <laughs> I like your opinion. <laughs> You see a lot of product producers, they put everything, they throw everything in, in a lot of the music that's out, out here today. But yep. one of the things and one of the reasons that I picked this song purposefully is because of how well it was crafted and produced. I think you did a fantastic job on this. You didn't overstuff it. So tell us a little bit about that, would you please? Well, once again, your perception is uh, remarkable. Um, I... We we need to be friends, you and me. Um, so 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 yeah. I, I you know it's 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 so poignant that you say that because it, with today's technology, I mean, like, I mean, it's kind of a twofold thing because when I tell people that I make records all by myself, like I I sit in this chair that I'm in right now, and I and I write the song, and then I record it, I sing it, and I play it, and I mix it, and I produce it. And then I master it and then I put it out and, and people are like, what? So then, then they go, oh yeah. So with today's technology, you can do that. And I'm like, yeah, but no, like, (laughs) like, like I actually played it. Like I play it and I sing it like technology didn't do this for me. (laughs) Right. But, but the thing is that technology does allow you the uh, luxury of being able to try all these different things because they're at your fingertips, right? So, so you know, in a big, huge production studio, you also could have that, that you can now have it in a small studio. So I do have that because I've had every kind of studio you could imagine because I've been doing this for, I don't know how long, 40 years or something, 45, 47 years or something like that. So, so yeah, um, what I did was I had lots of ideas per song, right? So, oh, I hear this, I hear that, I hear this, I hear that. And so I can do all those things, almost, almost limitless. I mean, there are some limits, but, and then I usually go past it. I did on this record on every song. I went past it and I knew I went past it. And I was like, okay, now who wins? Like which track wins? And so I had to go through it and I took time. That takes time. This record took time. And it was the first time I really had time to take that time. And it was a luxury. And so when I hear what you're saying, it makes me feel so good because it's like it wasn't wasted on you. So, so yeah, so I go through it and I pick the winner and I go, okay, well, this part is the winner, but this part actually could be a little better, right? to make it the winner, to get rid of these other four things that I did. Right. Let me really expand upon this part and make it really kill. And so then I would do that. And that's kind of how the record was born. It was a, it was a long process. 
And um, it wasn't wasted on you. And I'm like, yes! (laughs) Well, I'm going to stop right there. And we're going to let our listeners hear this fantastic song. Um, Using this song, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're going to love it. Take a listen and we'll be right back with Mitch Malloy. I can't say what I can't see. When words won't come, I'll find a way using the song to tell you just how much I love you, babe. I'm using the song to show you just how much I care. Cause there is something about a melody, a feeling that means more to me. I hope you share. Using this song to tell you all the things I think of you I'm using this song cause I can't put it into words Cause there are just no words that can describe The feeling that I feel inside Cause there are just no words that can describe the 
feeling that I feel inside For you, my girl I'm using this song I'm using this song I'm using this song Cause words cannot describe The feeling that I feel inside Using the song I'm using the song I'm using the song I'm using the Folks, welcome back to the Balcony Show. We have Mitch Malloy on the line. We're going to continue with that interview. So, Mitch, tell the listeners, uh, are you playing out any gigs? Are you playing with any specific people? Uh, what do you got coming up? Uh, none of that is being announced yet, um, but my socials are very active. And as soon as, I mean, we have some things booked and we have other things in the works. So that will all be announced very soon. And we got to talk about Sing. This is the package. You're, and, oh, and Mitch, yeah. we got to talk about your package, man. <laughs> <laughs> and there it goes. Here we go. <laughs> right down the tubes. I'm sorry. That's the, that's the biggest. That's the biggest topic we got. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're hiring you to be on our show. <laughs> you fit right in. We're all cheap. so inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's an expensive package, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but worth every penny, right? <laughs> yes. This segment, ladies and gentlemen, is where we go off the rails. Brought to you by Pornhub. <laughs> hey, Mitch, can you let uh, all our listeners know, like where they can, where they can find your stuff, what streaming platforms and stuff? Okay, so everything is pretty much out now, right? So, it, it, which is fantastic to be able to say because this is the longest rollout. Like, this is like a 1985 rollout. Like, wow. Like, it took forever. So, it was because Sing came on board at the last minute and introduced the whole vinyl idea, and which I had rejected prior, right? But they, they presented me with, uh, you know, really an offer I couldn't refuse. So I decided to jump in with the vinyl idea. And uh, I really liked them. You know, that has a large uh, uh, factor on me. It has a, a large impact on me. I, I can kind of pick and choose who I want to work with. I don't. So, uh, you know, they were cool and they were smart. And I like and I've always liked Harry. We go way back. And, um, you know, Pete and their band is amazing. Harem Scarum. Um, Harem Scarum. So, that's, that's a name. That's a band name. You just don't hear that much anymore. Yeah. And that's why I said it because they really deserve, uh, more, um, 
accolades. I mean, they they are fantastic. Harry's Absolutely. a great singer. He's a, he's a, he's a great singer. He's a great songwriter. Pete is a great songwriter. Great, like one of the best guitar players you've ever heard in your life. So, um, when I was listening to your record over and over, because I really <laughs> really enjoy Woo! this album from you, just stellar. I was getting a lot of positive vibes from yes. your lyrics and your songs. Yes. Kind of like songs of hope and songs that inspire you to, to you know, strive to be a better person. And just like, hey, yeah. ha- I'm doing great. How about you? Kind of thing. It, it, yes. Is this something you were conscious of while you were writing the songs? Or is it just something that just, you know, happened by chance? Um, it doesn't happen by chance. I, so for me, you know, I mean, it's it life is hard for all of us right and especially lately it's been really confusing and difficult for everyone and i just for me music is a therapy it really is my therapy and so in in thinking that and and just how that works for me is the songs come out to help it just it like i i'm not I don't think it's valuable to write about bad things that are currently happening. And I know there are artists that do that and they feel a need to do that. Right. And sometimes they're successful at that. And, and, and even that helps people sometimes, I think. But I feel like my role, if I had to think about it, because I don't really think music, because I don't think you could think music. I sort of feel music. But if you could think it, then I think I need to lift people like my music. I need to be, I need to have some kind of a value because music is like a luxury, right? Right. So, so it's like, if you want to make yourself valuable, you have to become valuable. And so for me, I just, I want to be a positive force and I want to lift people up out of something bad. And I've always been like that. Well, I think you certainly achieved that with this album, for sure. Uh, (laughs) You know what? Just your photographs do that. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I was wondering how long this was going to take. Back to the gutter. Oh, so so wait. So you you noticed my hair? (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. We noticed your shirt, though. I noticed your shirt. (laughs) In one of your videos. Yeah, um, the shirt is that 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 shirt is a uh, uh, Gaultier. Uh, it's a, the French, the famous French designer. Um, that shirt, I bought that shirt in God, some crazy high end store, and I saw that shirt, and I was like, "Holy shit! Look at this!" <laughs> and then I put it on, and it was like it fit like it was made for me. So I Very paid wow. the eight, I paid the eight million dollars and left the store. <laughs> <laughs> so. I have another question for you to kind of like sum things up. I mean, your career has, has, you've been around for a while and not, not too long at all. I can't wait to see what comes next, but I I do want to ask you after everything that you've been through and all that you've done, what would you tell an independent artist today that's trying to make it in your field? Um, I would say, First of all, you know, the new artists, they have to find, you know, I deal, like I said before, I, I have I have young new people that come to me because I was producing. I, I produced a lot of 
things in, in Nashville and, and um, you know, I had people fly in and from all over the world. And so I got to mentor a lot of young people. And I think that sometimes the young people, they don't quite haven't figured out what they are best at yet. And I, I try to point that out for them and say, you need to concentrate on that. You might think that you're this and you're this and you're this, but actually you're really this. And you need to really work on what you're best at. Don't try to be everything. Be the best that you can be at what you're already best at. What God gave you, take that and fly with that. And so that's that's my my advice that I would give to them now. I you know because I don't know them, I don't know what that is. For right, them. right. But they but they have to figure that out. And yeah. in today's scattered society, what a great piece of advice. Yeah. Yep. Because I do think that we do tend to this generation. I know my daughter and and same. I could say you know like they think they got to be great at everything. No, you just have to be good at what you do. Yep. And be passionate about it. So, well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, they're only going to be great at it if they are passionate about it, I right. think. Right. right. Well, yeah. listen, Mitch, I want to thank you, genuinely thank you for spending some time with us here on the show. I can't wait to catch uh, the reviews on, on this. I know some of them have come out and they've been really great. And um, we're going to end things tonight with uh the last song so hopefully this is not the last song match right <laughs> let's hope let's hope yeah <laughs> but yeah. It, it's the title track so i wanted everybody to hear it and i want to thank you for spending some time with us here and i know that this is what we do it's for us it's about independent music we're trying to build a platform and get this awesome music out there from these young talented bands and some of the you know, maybe not so young, talented bands, but there's a lot yeah. of talent out there. So. Yeah, well, let me know what what I can do to help, and I will certainly do it. I'll certainly share it on my socials, and uh, you know, and we'll stay in touch. And I'll come on again if you'd like. And yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. All right. Um, let's take a listen to the the last song by Mitch Malloy, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Thank you.
listening to the Balcony Show. Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. Hello, my ever awesome Balcony Show listeners. This is Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. Today we have the song "Radiance of Moon" by the Lost Messiahs. So kneel down, give it a listen. Here we go. Thank you. 
listening to the balcony show. And now it's time for Indie Radar with Bo Summer. So I apologize. This is going to be old news by the time everybody hears it, but got to bring it up. So I'm sure everybody, if you aren't already on it, downloaded the Threads new app, which is a part of Instagram. Mr. Zuckerberg created a sort of a new interoperable app that is alongside of Twitter. And there's a very cool, there's some very cool differences between Instagram and um, this Threads app. But there's a couple things. Um, one, I'm going to save for the last, but there's a couple cool things that Threads does. Uh, it's obviously going to be a new way to share text. It's only text um, and photos and videos, but it, I guess it, it's supposed to, I guess, compete with Twitter. There's no bots as of right now. There's no ads as of right now. You are able to post videos that are five minutes long. So for musicians, that's a wonderful thing because you can get more of your music out there for your audience. The only downside that I can see that a lo- there's a lot of buzz about it is if you decide that you don't like the Threads app and you delete it because it's an Instagram company and it's connected to Instagram, you delete your Threads app, you delete your Instagram account. Yes. So be very careful before you start downloading and then thinking, ah, I don't really want this Threads app or whatever. You can't, you delete it, you're deleting pretty much all of your Instagram. Well, you are. That's really important information. Absolutely. (laughs) So wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. Um, I haven't checked it out yet because I don't know how I feel yet. Do I want like another, I don't know. It's it's good to keep on your your radar. Yes. To know that these things are available. Yes. But- you know, and there's been a I lot of buzz it, about it. But what a bummer! Like to to know that that the problem is is that especially if it, like if you built up such a huge following or you know engaged and then not Instagram know it. Fans. So that's important. Yeah. It's a great tip from yeah, you, Bo. So, so thank you. Um, so check out Thread. Yeah, Threads. 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 Thank threads. you. All right. I'd like to remind you that the Balcony Show is proudly produced right here at. Penargel at Keiko Studios. Check them out for all your musical production needs. KeikoStudios.com Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the ghost of Mama Cass. Cass Elliot from the Mamas and the Papas. Ellen Naomi Cohen was born September 19th, 1941. And she was known professionally as Mama Cass. Later on, Cass Elliot. She was an American icon, legendary singer, and one of the main voices of the Mamas and Papas. She died on July 29th, 1974. This is perhaps one of the most famous ghost stories out there. While staying at a flat in London... Cass Elliot died in her sleep, with her death ruled as a heart failure due to fatty degeneration of her heart due to obesity. She was 32 years old. Based on the autopsy, there were no drugs found in her system. Four years after that incident, Keith Moon of The Who also died in that very same room. You'd think that's the place that she haunts, but no. Remember the Ghostbusters guy, Dan Aykroyd? He claims that Mama's Cass' ghost haunts his Hollywood home, once owned by Cass. Dan recalls, A ghost certainly haunts my house. 
It once even crawled into bed with me. The ghost also turns on the Stairmaster and moves jewelry across the dresser. I'm sure it's Mama Cass, because you get the feeling it's a big ghost. Before you dismiss Dan's accusations, actress Beverly D'Angelo also made the same claim when she bought the house back in 2007. We don't know yet, though, of what kind of run-ins that she's had would cast, though. It's rumored to be lights blowing out and small items moving around. Even Robbie Williams, British pop icon, claims also he was once haunted by the spirit of Mama Cass while he was renting a house, again, belonging to Dan Aykroyd, the same place. The former Take That singer rented the mansion in L.A., where Mama Cass had lived before dying from her heart failure and insists that that property is utterly and completely haunted. Williams explained that he sensed her spirit as soon as he walked in and he tried to communicate with her, telling the ghost, I know that you are here and I'm going to respect your space. I please ask you to respect mine as I am scared of you. The singer added, my friend who I was living with came down and said he had just uh, had a shower and he was pretty scared. In fact, he was so pale, he was almost white. I said, what's up? And he said, I just had a conversation with somebody that wasn't there. Williams, who stayed at the property for three uh, months, 18 years ago, also claims there was silence that I'd never experienced before or since. And it was completely silent every time the Mamas and Papas best known hit, California Dreamin', was played. Williams also recalls speaking with other more alive past residents of the house in the shape of Ringo Starr in the 1970s. Ringo Starr had some spooky tales of his own that, about the time that he spent there as well, apparently telling Williams, I hear you're at the old house. Have you met the kids yet? We used to play with them when we were little. Mm-hmm. Robbie Williams also recalls removing workers who refused to go back into the house because of the old lady sitting in the chair. He's had several experiences And he saw things moving around on the counter and the doors opening and closing at involuntary times. I guess be careful when you're out in L.A. You never know what kind of celebrity may still be residing in a home you may purchase or stay in. I'll see you all next episode. Thanks for listening to Mike's Music Box. You're listening to The Balcony. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests. Hey everybody, we have a great new song for you guys. You like this one, I can tell. I love this song. They're a great group too. (laughs) Yeah, this is 10 Ton Mojo. Yeah. What a great tune. Easy come, easy go. It is a rock. It is a rocker, hard rock, I guess mixed with some southern bluesy kind of soulful rock going on. I love this style of music. It is awesome. Um, it's off their new EP, Rebel Heart, Gypsy Soul. They actually, yeah, well, you know they're all about the magic because that's what oh, mojo yes, that's is. That's what mojo magic. means. Yep, yep, I saw that. <laughs> actually, they just had a, a record release party in New York City for this EP at the Gramercy Theater. And um, it's a really cool album. I really like this band a lot, and I think everybody is going to enjoy them just as much as I do. I just want to say they opened up for some great bands um, like Kicks, Molly Hatchet, and Saving Abel, just to name a few. So, and once you hear this song, yeah. you know why. And you're not going to be able. I'm not going to say sit down and relax to this no. one. <laughs> no, no, get no, up no. and move. <laughs> easy come, easy go. By Ten Ton Mojo.
on the balcony show thanks for listening and the mad cat's gone so the mice will play Uh-oh, <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank mitch malloy uh for spending some time with us on our on our show what a legend and and just a great guy you know yeah absolutely so um whole lot of whole lot of i don't know watch watch and see what happens because hopefully yeah. you know in the in the near future we will have him on yeah, um, I saw him live a couple of years ago at the M3 concert in Maryland. Um, he was awesome. He was fronting for Great White at that time. And wow, he just blew us away. He is just a fantastic performer, showman, frontman, singer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, what you hear on the record, I mean, you hear that and more yeah. live. Really but awesome. Anyways, we'll, awesome. we're going to continue to uh, spin Mitch's music and... Um, I can't thank him enough for, and I, I think I did. So moving on, we're going to end things tonight with another great person that we've had on the show, uh, Joel Hoekstra. And we're going to end things with his song, Until I Left You. 
So that's it for us tonight. Mad Cat has been abducted. <laughs> by, by one of Mike's aliens, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He'll be back next time. Yeah. <laughs> so good night, everybody, from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week.